the righteousness of faith. Father, once again, we come before your word asking you for insight, concept, idea, revelation, enlighten our hearts, flood us with your word, show us the truth, help us to hear accurately from you and from your scriptures and what you are saying unto us. In the name of Jesus, we receive it. Amen. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Now the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and of a good conscience and sincere faith. 19. Holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. If you put away a good conscience from your faith, your faith will shipwreck. It's not going to work. It'll crash. It'll fall to bits. It'll be destroyed by the storms of life. Don't let that be you. Chapter 3, verse 9. Holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. Look at that. Faith is a mystery. And the mystery of the faith is a pure conscience. The secret of those that are righteous by faith, which is all of you that have confessed Jesus is Lord and have been made a new creation in Christ Jesus, you've been born again from above, you are the righteous by faith. And the mystery of that faith, the secret that you have, is a pure conscience. You have a pure conscience. You've got no need to try to figure things out and to measure up to some unknown standard, whether it's the standard of the old covenant law or the standard that you made for yourself or the standard that someone else made for you or the way you were taught growing up that could have been error. You could have heard it wrong. I'm not saying everything you've been taught or everything that the Bible says is wrong. I'm by no means saying that. The Bible is right. The law is good. The law is spiritual. The problem is when it's used unlawfully. That's where the problem lies. We need to use the Word of God the way it was intended to be used. Glory to God. Now go with me to Romans chapter 2 and we're going to see in verse 13 through 15, For not the hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. The doers, those that do the law, shall be declared righteous. For when the Gentiles, those that didn't have a covenant with God, the nations, they weren't the Jews, they didn't have the law of Moses, which have not the law, the law of Moses, do by nature the things contained in the law, of Moses, these having not the law are a law unto themselves. How? Which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness. 
conscience bearing witness and their thoughts, the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. Verse 15 in the Amplified, they show that the essential requirements of the law are written in their hearts and are operating there with which their consciences sense of right and wrong also bear witness and their moral decisions, their arguments of reason, their condemning or approving thoughts will accuse or perhaps defend and excuse them. Well, how did they, how did the Gentiles get the law written in their heart? Adam did it. He ate and his wife of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right from wrong. Self-governance. These Gentiles are governing themselves from what they know in their nature, which was put in there from our first father, Adam. And all that are born on the earth are sons of, daughters of Adam, the first man. All those that have been raised up into righteousness through Jesus Christ and born again are now part of the new creation, the last Adam. Hallelujah. We're not under that old law anymore. We're not under the tree of the knowledge of good and evil anymore. We're not under the law of Moses anymore. We eat of the tree of life. We are those that are righteous by faith in the blood of Jesus, and we are the new creation. We're not self-governing. Holy Spirit is guiding us into all truth and teaching us all things and showing us things to come and taking everything that's contained in your Bible from Genesis to Revelation and putting it into the light and showing you how to live, what to do, how to do it, how to advance, how to be successful, how to profit glory to God, how to treat other people, what to expect in life. <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. The law of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thus being self-governed, is written in the hearts of all men from birth. The conscience will bear witness to the law and answer good or evil, right or wrong, yes or no. That's how you make your decisions. And if you don't follow your conscience, and the conscience is good, well, you'll do the wrong thing, and your heart, your conscience will condemn you. Now, the problem with not being born again and having the Holy Spirit bearing witness with the conscience is not 100% accurate. It's decently accurate. Have you ever asked yourself why some apparent sinners... Those that aren't even Christians, don't even want to profess Jesus, seem so morally good, maybe better than some so-called professing believers. Well, maybe they're following their heart better. Maybe they're paying attention to the conscience better than that professing believer is. But at any rate, it's still flawed. A pure, good, clean conscience can only be obtained through righteousness, through the new creation, and through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, this scripture right here in Romans chapter 2, verse 13 to 15, shows us that the conscience is in the heart. It shows us the inquiry, the interrogation, the question and answer process that we discussed last time from 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 21. This is the action of the conscience. Now, let's go over to Romans chapter 
9. You're in Romans there. Just flip over to chapter 9 and the first verse. And we're going to see Paul talking about the conscience. And he says, I say the truth in Christ. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Paul is essentially saying, I can not lie, and I only speak truth, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit. Now that's bold, Paul. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will testify jointly and corroborate by evidence. To testify jointly, to bear witness with, means to corroborate the Holy Spirit will strengthen our conscience. He'll add His strength to our conscience in order to confirm our conscience and make it more certain, make more certain the question or the situation being dealt with. The Holy Spirit will do that. Corroborate. The Holy Spirit is going to bring evidence. He's going to show you. You're going to pick something up in your heart and He's going to show you Scripture for it. He's going to show you things to come. He's going to bring to your remembrance what he already said to you. A prophecy takes place. Something is going to confirm that word, that thing, whatever it is he's shown you. Either in small matters or large matters. Even right away or even later on. But if we follow our conscience and the Holy Spirit is bearing witness with that conscience, he'll make it stronger. He'll make it better. The more you look at it, the better it looks. The stronger you feel about it, the more peace you have. And that peace will lead you. And that peace will guide you. And you'll know that you know that you know that you know that you know that what you're getting from him, that you're getting from the word of God, what you're seeing and picking up in your heart is right. He's backing you. He'll empower you. Now step out in faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what he promised you, he is able also to perform. Hallelujah. It's not a lie. It's the truth. It's the truth of the word of God. It's corroborating. It's testifying jointly by evidence with you in your heart. The Holy Spirit is the strengthener. He was called the comforter. Jesus said the comforter, the Holy Spirit is going to come. Comfort. Comfort. That's a <laughs> com, C-O-M, with, fort, strength, with strength. The Holy Spirit comes with strength. He's the strengthener. When he comes in and he testifies jointly with your conscience, he comes with strength. He comes with evidence. He comes with revelation. He comes with confirmation. Now, that's a good, clean, pure conscience with which you could advance and the mystery of faith will be alive to you and you will be success in every decision you make from the smallest little daily things to the biggest things that absolutely are milestones of your life. Bless you. Go in faith in Jesus' name. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.